I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What you need to know is being brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Clinton Yates, the big CY, is in for Shidano. What up? Now, Beto Duran from Team Mace is in studio. This is the part where you talk, Beto. Oh, okay. Just give a salutation and we move on. Cool, cool, cool. What's up? (laughs) And now, here is Michael Funches, and he has what we need to know. All right. Hit it, Laura. Hit it, Laura. You you guys know that sound? You guys know that soundtrack right there? I know this song. No, I don't. All right. No, Uh, not really. For all those (laughs) Disney heads out there, that is the soundtrack of the Main Street Electrical Mm -hmm. Parade that comes out at night. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about. Like live action at the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Live action at the park. The the famous parade with all the lights and all that stuff. Well, I got some bad news, guys. It's going to be ending on September 1st. Oh, no. So no more electrical uh, Main Street electrical parade after September 1st, which is, it sucks because it's in its 50th year and it's a beloved, you know, kind of thing at Disneyland and a lot of people just go for the for the show. Why is it going away? No, no, no clue. Wow. Disney's not saying. Mm-mm. Okay. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, uh, all, those, all those Disney heads out there, you know, you got until September 1st to go watch the Main Street electrical parade. So, like, the whole thing is over. The whole parade, The whole parade. I'm, I'm assuming that they're going to come out with another parade or yeah, another show and something. Yeah. Right, 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 right. they got to update their... update their. But this thing yeah, has been around for 50 years. It's been, yeah. yeah, it's been around for 50 right. years. It's like, the, like reason, it's like I, the reason to hang around all day. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. exactly, exactly. So like, every time I took my kids at the end of the day, we we're like, wait, we all got to get positioned. We got to get right next to the right. road. We got to get that position. You got to get that positioning, right? Snow White, what up, yo? You're sitting there since 4 o'clock, and it starts at 8 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the coolest pictures you see are kids looking at that parade sitting on their exactly. behinds. Yeah. Exactly. All right. That's so cool. Somebody yeah. actually sent me, when I because I tweeted this out, right? And people are like, my daughter cried the first time they saw this. Yeah. I'm really sad it's about intense. it. It's intense. Oh, crazy. that's too bad. Unfortunately, Crying, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah, enough. You know what? All right. Don't be hating this. It's the magic of Disney. Yes. Yes. Don't be coming in here with that kind of energy just because you're on a loser, on a loser softball Woo. team before we even start. Really? Crying at a parade? Yeah. Yes. They have, you gracious. know what? Like, okay, here's really- no, Just really move cool. on, move on. Ignore me. I'm, just, no, I'm in the corner popping off no, right now. I'm not part of the show. because it's crazy. Like, I, I always, I'm that person at Disney that when I see people trying to get like a good picture, I'm like, yo, do you need a picture? Yeah, exactly. And everyone's yeah. like, why do you do that? You do that to everybody. I'm like, because listen, I'm able to come whenever the hell I want. No, These cool. people that's save cool. money, save like a year's salary to like come yeah. here with their family. Like, yep. give them that. This you know? is true. True, true, true. Just saying. But this- don't cry. Right. Okay, kind of with you, Beto. I mean, it does seem a little extreme to me, too. Mm-hmm. Ch- children now. We're, we're making fun of children for crying Seriously? on this Not really show. just children. I mean, that's Pero what we're doing. Hey, hey, right. sure. All right. Whatever. So listen, is that is that all? Are we, are we, do, we have, do we have more on that? Nah, okay. That's good. That's, that's what it. you need to that's know. It's brought to you by Morago Casino Resort and Spot. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Come on, see why. What do you got? So here's the problem. I signed up for Bundle. I did the BFF Bumble. deal. Bumble. Mm-hmm. I did the BFF deal. But here's the problem. If you do BFF and you're a guy, 
it only shows you other dudes. I did not know that. My bad. And like, I don't need that. You know what I'm saying? I told you you weren't looking for a BFF. I told you you you're dating. I might have to go to the date, and I can switch it right now, so I'm doing it. That's the update. Deal with it. Beto, what do you think about Clinton here, newly single? What do you think about him joining the dating apps? Good for him. I think he should do the professional one, though. I mean, I've been this week. Raya. I've been busy. I've been what do you working. Mean, like Raya, uh, the one where you got to be somebody to get invited. Yeah, yeah, Raya. yeah. I think because do you know somebody in that joint? I'll yeah. do both. I'll get you somewhere. All right. Um, See, Beto comes in bearing gifts and mm, hookups. This is yeah, what we like uh, because, like, I like I said, this week I've been in and out. So I haven't really been listening to the station, uh, but I heard a little bit of Clinton. I'm like, Clinton's a, a, a debonair. You know, <laughs> he's a man of uh, of world travel. Thank He's you. very. Uh, bougie, yes. No, not bougie. No, no, not no, bougie, no, no, no. You're not bougie because no, you shop at Ross. You know what's up. You go to Macy's on weekends. You know what's up. But you're more. You, you <laughs> are. Um, you want to have that intellectual conversation. Yes. That mental stimulation. Where like, you know what tonight. You know we're in New York. Let's go to Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. At the same go time, to we're going to go to the Yankees game. Like that's what you are, and you need somebody on that level who's also self-made and established that knows how to keep you interested. Peaked mentally. Thank you. I appreciate that. So we're moving over to date, and I'm going to fill out a lot more of these. So here's what the deal is. You can fill out a lot more stuff. So my bio, well, here we go. Profile prompts. Make your personality stand out from the crowd. Add a question. This is going to be very simple. This is a question I ask all the time. What is your favorite T-Pain song? That is the most important thing I need to know. I'm sprung. It doesn't. It doesn't. Allow, oh, I'm sprung. What is your favorite T Pain song? Yeah, this is that trust is me. Your question. It's a great question. Yeah, because okay, it'd be like you, people. Scott, say, "What's your favorite Eagles song?" Right? It's like if you don't know the Eagles, then I don't Hotel California. There it is. Well, no, nah, that's that's cheesy, right? It's like you got to <laughs> find something that somebody has in common with you because if they say, "Oh, I don't know what T Pain is," then he's not going to have something in common. Then you're yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. wait, that's what my question. So if if, if a lady were to say to you. Geez, I don't know. I don't know that I really have a Boom, favorite T Pain song. Speed date, check, please. Out of here. Gone. T Pain is a deal breaker. Requirement. Okay, Scott, you can ask them. Hey, what's your favorite club bangers? And they're like, huh? What's that? Gone. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right, right. Because if, if if when I say club bangers, you don't know. If what you I'm don't know about. Alex Toussaint, right? <laughs> if you don't know, do you be free, have fun, spread love. That's the way of life. Bye. If you don't have right. that, okay, I'm with you. Okay, also, so some of the prompts, hold on, sorry, Laura. Some of the prompts, oh, dang, go ahead. My okay, so also, Emily just checked in because mm-hmm. she's listening. Okay. She's mm-hmm. done the dating sites, and she says she has some tips for you when she comes on. All right, well, we can, okay, this is yeah. good. Okay, so the profile prompts, I have a little things. They, okay, so they have like a long list of things. I can't write my own question. But they start with, my personal hell is, my most useless skill is, stuff like that. And so I don't necessarily think I want to do that. We're going to skip to this part because it's more fun. My bio Right, a fun and punchy, punchy is a great word. Punchy, like punchy. Um, Right, a great punchy was the name of the brother on Ray Donovan. Does anybody know Ray Donovan? (laughs) I do know Ray Donovan. I didn't watch that show, but that's funny. Write a fun and punchy intro. I think I've got, how many characters do I have? I'm going to guess. I don't know, dude, but you're a professional writer. This better be good. I know. This is harder than writing 10,000 words. This is what I'm saying, man. We're trying to crowdsource this here. This is the point. My, I remember the one thing with like what Bethel said because I was on Bumble like forever ago. Yeah, you could have and meet people that can stimulate good conversation. This is true. I'm just saying. I'm gonna say I talk. Oh, I should say I talk for I talk for a living. So you don't want somebody that talks so much. I don't know. I'm trying to figure this out. So here's my thing: the occupation was the one that I thought was gonna stump you because are you gonna put like ESPN LA? Are you gonna put media? Are you gonna put communication? I think I'm probably just gonna put media. Media, yeah. Media personality is probably what I'm gonna put. Oh, media personality is the kind of uh, thing that you put put out there. Most women are like, "Ooh, what's that? What's a media personality?" Just put a elegant communicator. 
put a put talk show host. I'm, but no, I'm putting writer. I, I need, writer. I need a, I need a second sentence for the punchy intro. Broadcast. What's the first? What's the first sentence? The first sentence is I talk for a living, and I need to say something else like I such and such for fun. You know what I'm saying? I listen mm. for fun. That's what I'm going to say. I'll change it later. Such cheese. I'll change yeah. it later. You all, know, okay. hey, first I, of all, no guy listens. Wait, hold on. First have, of all, I, I do. One. You see me in here right now listening to you. So, <laughs> we can get paid for that. So <laughs> I Emily, talk for a living and I listen for fun. Come on, really? Okay, okay fine. So Emily, Emily live, just checked in. Oh, live, love, laugh. She said, this one's mine if he wants to see what it is. Okay, yes, I do. Sometimes I'll start a sentence and I have a new rule for you, by the way, Beto. A no, no rule. You can't we're gonna pay you more to yeah. be positive, okay, Beto. Let me start this over. Sometimes I'll start a sentence and I don't know where it's going. I just hope I'll find it along the way. Honestly, if you can keep up with my pop culture references, NCAA basketball obsession and great craft beer will make a good pair. That's too long. That, that was the whole thing. That's not punchy That's at all. It's a book. That's a bowl full of punch. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Back to, I, I'm I don't not listen. saying it's bad, but I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying I don't think I want to. All right, I'll I figure. just feel like. Can you it, go back it, to her sentence one more time? Though, what would she say before craft beer? Her obsession with NCAA pop basketball, pop culture references, yeah. pop culture uh, obsession with basketball, and great craft beers will make a good pair. Yeah, I, I don't think yeah. I'm swiping on on Emily because the beer thing for me. Well, the question Damn, is, ain't is should, nobody gonna ask. Am I trying to be? Yeah, this is not about That's right. True. This is sorry, not Emily. About, sorry, should I try to be funny or should I be honest? You know what I'm saying? Oh, she got a Mandy picture on there. I like it. Oh, like nice. It. But no, but yeah, I'm saying in the bio, like, am I trying to tell a joke here? Nah. No, nah, you're, you're introducing your personality. So, like, for her, I get it. She's she's like, this is me in a snapshot. Whether you do it in three or four sentences or you do it in one, like, that's on you. Okay. Quick. I don't remember. I don't remember I think, what mine yeah. was. I wish I could. I feel like this needs to be two sentences. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Talk for did a living. You use, job did you doesn't use, define me. That's what oh, I was gonna say. That's a good because one. people Wait, say that say all the time. People say that all the time to me. I say the time. My, my, you know, like I love my job, but my job is not my life. Bang. There it is. Right, okay. There you go. All right, See? Oh, cool. There you go. Oh. Little philosophy. Thank you, Beto. Yeah. Strong. See, crowdsourcing. Just what you wanted. <laughs> See, and you tell me no. I can't say no. No, but I skip you a little negative. Because I know. Okay. You can't. I know all this stuff. With some okay. So here's today. what I'm writing. I talk negative. for a living, but my job ain't my life. That's what I'm writing. I talk for a living, but my job ain't my life. Bang. That right there. You know what that is? Really? What's his job? Yeah, exactly. Punchy. Peak, you know what I'm saying? Peak you know, interest. And what's your life? Mystery. Exactly. All right, here we go. All I right. am the handsome man. <laughs> the, the, the handsome man community is not going to be a part of this. I think for the profile prompts, I'm going to add, ooh, let's see. The world would be a better place with more. My real life superpower is I was a child I was really into. Mm. Oh, yeah. I like these questions get like really like mm-mm. two truths and a lie. That's too much. God, I would never be able to do this. I would it's never so be able long. to get on a dating site because I would just lose interest halfway through and I'd never come back. This is a lot. Cappy, trust and believe. It took me like three months to finish my dating profile. Okay, oh, so really? Here's, so here's, long, yes. oh, here's okay. what that, I'm adding. It says, better. I'm a real nerd about, and I'm writing Star Wars. Deal with it. That is true. Oh, <laughs> Deal with it. That's a fact. Yeah, no, but you have that's to have somebody fact. who likes Star Wars. Yes, yes that's a yes. fact. Oh you, can add, oh, you can add a lot of these. Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't get one or two. I you see. get a bunch. I see what's I think you get like on. five. The, you get a couple. Okay. You get five. I believe it's five. I believe. A non-negotiable must like T-Pain. See, mine was really? a smoke. No, that's yeah, not smoking. smoking. That's a yeah, smoking. Yeah, I mean, obviously, cigarette smoke. I'm going to try to be funny in these, all right? And like, I don't, yeah, your, your tastes have nothing to do with me. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> You're can, not defining me. If, I'm defining if, me. If I can, yeah, must have a favorite T-Pain song is going in non-negotiables. <laughs> Good. I'm sprung. Mine, by the way, is um. And if they don't, don't get the, the joke, bartender, pop, on. pop, lock it, drop it. The oh. remix. Y'all don't even know that song. Nope. I don't. <laughs> really? No way. Surprised, right, Beto? Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. 
Does T-Pain sing I'm on a boat? He's on that song, yes. Yeah, that's my favorite T-Pain song. You heard that in Peloton. No, I didn't hear it in Peloton. I heard it on a boat. All right, here we go. Uh, work. Let's see what it uh, Add a job. Title. On-air personality. That's what I'm going to write. That's what you're going to put down, on-air personality? What should I put? I don't know. I, I didn't know if you defined yourself first as on-air personality What's or writer first. I didn't know what hits off of that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my job. Multimedia personality. There you go. I, I like that, yeah, better. Media, like, media personality. There you go. Yeah, media yeah, personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That works. That works. Company? Nope. Yeah, put ESPN. No, I'm not. No. No. Put Disney. No. Put Disney. No. 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 Because then you get the Disney freaks. Cap, what are you talking about, Hell man? No. Hell no. to the nah? No. I don't need some weirdo Browns fan all in my mentions thinking that, that they're going to you know, get some hookup to ESPN or whatever. You know, That's not happening. Anyway, moving right along. Education. Not even putting that. I'm smart enough. Yeah, put smart. Yeah, okay. put smart enough. Education. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> put seven. Yes, exactly. If you go to the uh, Ice House in Pasadena, you'll see all the comedians. And right there, Paul Rodriguez has the first application he had there. It says occupation, but Mexican. Oh, exactly. <laughs> all right. This is going to take a lot longer. Than all right. Hold on, yeah. everybody. Because producer Emily from the Travis and Slee show is coming up. We need to scout what? her out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm turning this mic off. Oh, oh better. We got to <laughs> scout her yeah. out. She's on Team Cappy. And we got to know what her deal is. Now, we know she was a water polo player in high school, but what is she bringing to the table to the softball team? Producer Emily will tell us next. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, it's Sedano and Cap here on 710 ESPN. This walk-up song right here belongs to producer Emily from the Travis and Sliwa show. We're pulling in on tomorrow. West Covina Sports Complex, the big 710 all-star celebrity softball extravaganza. Beto Duran is in studio. Clinton Yates is in studio. What up? Michael Funches from Team Mace is in studio. And here is producer Emily from Travis and Sliwa. And she's performing tomorrow on Team Cappy. Good afternoon, producer Emily. Uh, uh, sorry, I got my phone talking all weird. Sorry, can you hear me now? Yes, yeah. we can hear you yeah, now. We can. You're back. Hi, Emily. <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry. Uh, yeah, hey guys, what's up? I missed your question, because I'm in the middle of traffic. But, there was, uh, there what's the was, question? It was just a greeting, we're just saying hello, so we're going to ask right. the first question, which is, how did you pick your at-back song, which we just heard? Okay, because I love Taylor Swift, I'm a big Swifty, and this was a song that actually Travis sent me someone performing it at a restaurant one time and it's the one time that travis has uh, thought of us outside of work and so i was like hey let's let's bring this back in all right i like this idea i like this whole I concept love, i love that 
So, Emily, um, first of all, we're happy you're here today. It so happens that it coincides with Lindsay being on the IL. Because if Lindsay was here, I don't know if you two guys can hang out together. I don't know what the deal is there. It's fine. Hey. It's fine. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, we share an office. It's fine. I, uh, I, I'm glad Lindsay has her hardware. That uh, is, uh, it's great for her. <laughs> okay, so let's get down to the real matter that is important, Scott, which is softball. Mm-hmm. What are you bringing to yeah. the table, Emily? What have you done this week to prepare for tomorrow's monster matchup? Okay, so I have a pretty busy after work schedule, but I do, do toss around uh, some water polo balls with the kiddos in the evening. So my arm is very warm. So that's that's definitely a good thing. My arm is there. Uh, I have been listening to a bunch of uh, baseball broadcasts. So that's about <laughs> all I've done. I, can, I have not gone in, uh, into a batting cage because I just haven't had time. But uh, I think I'll do it tomorrow after the show's over. Since we're on the first show and there's batting cages there at uh, West Covina Sportsplex, I think that's what I'm going to hit up after the show. Okay. okay. Have you? Do you have any experience? We've heard about you as a water polo player. You just mentioned, I don't know what exactly it is that you do with, with water polo now, but... Do you have any experience in softball? And tell us a little bit about the water polo background so we understand what kind of athlete you are. Right, right. So I did play softball when I was a kid. I actually played baseball first, and I was uh, on the all-boys team. So I played baseball for a bit, and then I transitioned to doing some softball. Uh, I kind of stopped into late middle school, but I, you know, I know how to hit a ball, and I know how to field a ball. And then I played water polo um, in college uh, at UVA, and I coach water polo here now. So I can be a good coach. I can be encouraging. I can uh, get us ready to go. I can also be, you know, someone who can tell people how it is. Uh, so I, I think that my coaching is pretty good. Well, let's – let's hold on. Let me, let me stop there, Scott, because this is an important relationship, the battery. If Emily's going to be the catcher, mm-hmm. you two have to make sure that you're on the same page right, right. regarding what you're doing because mm-hmm. she's going to be throwing you the ball every single time if you're not right. hitting the zone. Emily, do you um, feel good about playing catcher in this game? Yes, I, I definitely feel very good. I, I was kind of confused because I haven't played adult softball before where, like, I've only played where you have to, like, you're squatting down or getting the ball from uh, baseball or softball as a kid. But now I'm, I'm a little – I was worried about my knees at first. That's the main thing. I was like, my knees might hurt a little bit, but I think I should be okay now. Yeah, here's I, th- I, I'm pretty confident that I'm going to be good. Here's the thing, though, Emily. It's Bethel, by the way. Nice to meet you. Never actually met. Yeah. Um, you're, you're an athlete because you said something. Yeah. You played baseball as a kid. Most importantly, you know how to catch, right? So you know how to do that. Yeah, my daughter, my it. daughter's never played any softball, but I made sure she knows how to throw and how to catch. Right. You can do that, right? Perfect. Okay. Yes, I can uh, throw out, I can catch. I, I, I was a catcher when I was a softball player. And here's what ha- needs player. to happen. Okay. Kaplan, you need to get her out of the catcher spot and put her in the outfield. Don't listen Only to Only three outfielders. You need to have <laughs> no. her running. And I think- She's a water polo player. No. She has endurance. Get her out of the catcher spot. Kyle. No. Beto, you're not here to tell us how to run our lineup. Oh, I'm not? Okay. No, I'll, I'll, not me, remotely. Turn off my mic then. Oh, thank you. Who turned off your mic? Anyway, Emily... I want to ask you this yeah, as well. By the you... way, I just want to say one thing. Yeah. I don't make decisions. Clinton makes yeah. decisions. So I, you can we're... put it to me, but you really are you're sitting there with Clinton. He's the guy I say deciding. move her. No, I'm not listening to you're, you. Emily, also, you're young. You don't want to be in the catcher spot. That's where the old people go. Enough. That's Every, where Mason belongs. Everybody here oh is God. old, except for Emily. Emily, what are you most looking forward to tomorrow? I think I'm most looking forward to seeing how Travis Lee performs. I think I... I, I Travis has really been underselling himself in terms of his baseball skills. I want to see how, how competitive he actually gets when he's on the field. I feel mm-hmm. like there's something that to say when you're like preparing for it 
once on the field, I think he's going to get pretty competitive. Okay. I'm excited and, to see that. And, and what is your expectation of Slee, who seems to be, and I'm just hearing this through the grapevine, <laughs> he seems to be a little insulted that, one, people think he's the weak link on our team, Emily, and, two, that he hasn't mm-hmm. been invited for a pre-softball interview, although we were saving this for tomorrow afternoon mm-hmm. in person. Oh, I, I think that Alan and Slee will be better than we think he's going to be. I do think that he's going to come out with a little chip on his shoulder, and I think that I wouldn't be surprised if he's one of those people to get a hit. Yeah, but this is I not. Think he's going to come out. Go ahead. This is not what we're looking for from yeah, a team I... attitude. Slee, if you're listening, you don't have to prove anything to anybody else. Yes, he does. No, stop it. Yes, Beto. he does. Turn his Beto. mic off. <laughs> the whole point here is that I need confidence. I don't need doubting and I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. You just wait. You just wait. That's not Ooh, what accountability dissension is, on Team Yates. No, it's not dissension. Yeah. It's show me something and then I'll see it. That's how it works. Show yourself, Slee. He's quietly confident. I think Alan will do great. Twice showing up with twice brand new playing, cleats. Twice playing second base. Emily, do you feel like, as the producer of Travis and Slee, and as someone who is a professional coach, that you'll be able to mm. get in Slee's ear and just kind of hype him up, get him in the right frame of mind? Is what I'm saying. Oh yeah, I I, I think I got it. I think I know what buttons I can push with a uh, with Alan. <laughs> nice. Clinton, is it is it um is it appropriate for me to I'll say a point, if you will, Emily, as your assistant. You know what? I, I don't mind that. I actually think that's a good idea. Because, yeah. Emily, do you know how to keep a book as well? Can you do that? A scorebook? No. I can keep a book if someone, if someone gives me something. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we can, we can arrange that. Yeah. Beto's out here doubting you. Yeah, you... you uh, Man, okay. you, don't waste your UVA education on the book. She needs to be in the field. Yeah. How, how is she going to keep the book if she's playing? I'm saying when we bat. Dummy. But she's going to be coaching third. You need somebody who has no, no, energy. No, 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 no. She's not going to be coaching third. Who's coaching third? Clinton Yates. What about when you're up to bat? Third. We'll figure that That's out. That's her. Right? She's the assistant. Yeah, you guys don't have this then. figured out. There's also, a lot you can of coach questions. Third and keep a book. No, it's no, a no, 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 no. <laughs> then how is she going to hold her beer? Well, okay, that's how an important have... question. Also, that's an important by the way, question. Emily, I am sponsored yes. by Craft Beer. I have sponsorships. Yes. What kind of IPAs, double, <laughs> triples do you want? A stout? What do you want? A double? I don't like stouts. I like some uh, like a fruity IPA. Like a oh, I got a good twelve percent for you. I got one yeah. for you. No, Emily. Yes. Emily, no. It's it's going to be Coors truck. Light. <laughs> come Coors to the Light truck, for Emily. you, Emily. Your show's done at what at twelve or whatever. We come to my truck. I will have plenty of IPAs ready no. for you. Coors Light, Emily. Hydration. Nine percent. I got you. I was gonna. And I was going to say my favorite T-Pain song is Bartender. Okay. All right. Solid entry. That's Solid entry. I appreciate that. All right. Well, we don't want you to crash your car. This is plenty of information we've gotten. I appreciate this, Emily. Yeah. Now I know I what also, I'm going to Wait. Do. I also think that my bio is not too long. It's I, pretty long, bro. Yeah. There, are, there are things that people can respond to, and that's why it's a little longer. If a I man doesn't saying. have a lot in their bio, I think it's a little creepy. Okay, that's fair, but... If it's it's too short, it's a little weird. Okay. We don't need a pair of that. That's my my two cents. Thank you, Emily. I appreciate that. Remember in J school, people only read the lead, man. Yeah, exactly. Anything longer than a tweet, nobody's reading. I really like her as our catcher. I think this is a good idea. I think you've really put her in the right spot. Yeah. Yeah. This is strong. Cap, I got you, man. Your team is going to be hammered, because I'm going to just get your team drunk. Because you want to win, because you know that's the only way you're going to win, because y'all are not stacked. Yeah, that's a good point. That's the only way that's happening. And? The reason why, the reason, so I'll tell you a quick story about the everybody's favorite T-Pain song thing. So back back home when I lived back in D.C., me and a buddy of mine, we used to always ask this of people, new people we met in a bar. And we finally came up with this idea. We were like, dude, what if we had a whole brunch 
where all we played was T-Pain bangers. Decided we were going to do it at a bar, invited people on the internet, like 150 people showed up. It was amazing. So the T-Pain song has traction, Scott. That's what I'm saying. No, I feel you on that. Now, I'm, I'm just concerned about this. Beto is going to try to infiltrate our team and get people drunk. That's I'm not going to work. I'm looking at our roster. Like I'm not. I'm not falling for that. Bergman, I don't think falls no. for it. Absolutely. Actually, that's the one you got to worry about a little bit. <laughs> is Bergie? No, Bergman's going to be fine. Because see, Bergman is not. You got to understand. Or Briones. Bergman's nah. going. Briones is a is a Briones <laughs> yeah. soccer player. We don't need to worry about him. Briones is a is a is a loose cannon on that front. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. joking, but. Bergman's going to be there all day. Mm-hmm. I don't think, but if Beto rolls up trying to screw with Bergman on game day after a long day, he's going to get kicked in the junk. No. Because Bergman is not going to be here Bergman, for that by hey, that time of the day. Greg, come on. Just one shot. Come on. <laughs> come on. I can't do that. It's come not going to work. It's, it's, it's a good work. tequila, man. Discipline. Don't worry about it. Discipline. Look, 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 hey, hey, I'm mixing with squirt. You're good. It's good for the afternoon. It's perfect. That is a good I drink, do, I do worry about Emily, though. Like, I mean, you oh, could probably hammered. give her some craft <laughs> brews and she might put them down and then. I told I don't you know I got two coolers. Yeah. No, yeah. you'll be good. She's she's in her in her yeah, game. Yeah, she's day. ready to play. Yeah, she's okay. good. That's the she's bottom good. line. Beto's over Morrison, here off. She Kirk also Morrison wakes is, up early. Is, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. you're not going to get to Kirk. Kirk Morrison is a disciplined athlete. Yeah. Dude, no, he's, he's not. He's a yeah, retired he athlete. Those are the worst. He's good. No. He's All right, good. enough out of you. Too much negativity, Beto. He's Thank good. you. He's Appreciate good. it. Pay him more to be positive. I want to know what, because I've been debating what, like, liquor I'm taking because we got to prep that before I come to work. So when I get there, my boyfriend has to drive and I'm going to be just drinking. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, it's I don't, my birthday. I don't, I I don't, gotta, I don't that, think I'm going to be like. Well, I don't I mean, know if I'm, that's legal in this state. But. Right. Well, no, no, it was I mean, cool. Like, Thanks for letting me hang out and crash the show. <laughs> thank and, you, Beto. Uh, create dissension on Team <laughs> there's no, There's no oh, dissension. Good there effort. Good, good effort by you. Let me start DMing everybody. Just like we're going to say after the game we're in the handshake line. Right. Good effort. Nice try. After the game, I am on your side shaking hands going. Good job, at Mace. Mm-hmm. Is there any Thanks. chance you tank your performance, Beto, like you threatened on social media? Uh, if Mason doesn't let me fill in for him with Ireland, then yeah, I can miss. Get out Wow. Of Goodbye. Goodbye. All right. Beto, get on. What are we doing next? <laughs> All right, here's what we're doing next. Big deal or no deal is coming up next. Let's get there. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Shidano. Shidano. I just saw Sedano on TV at the Summer League. I'm watching Milwaukee 79, <laughs> Dallas 65. Yeah, I got that on in here, too. You saw him with his white polo shirt on? Yeah. Yeah, and hugging it out with his interview guest thereafter. Bringing it in. And I got the Dodger game on right now. Dodgers leading four zip in the bottom of the seventh right That's now. That's good. Good start. I do not have the Dodgers game on. Let me turn that on. All right. 
Here's Funchy. He's got big deal or no deal for us. Uh, you know, going back to just, I just got to say this, you know, listening to, you know, uh, Chris Sandoval and Emily, like, I'm scared. Good. I'm you scared a little bit. Good. Cobra Kai. Especially, especially no mercy. Kurt Sandoval. He learned under Tony Gwynn, the greatest strike of all first, time. Strike hard. No mercy. Cobra Kai never oh my dies. God, though. Wait a second, but hold on one second. Did you see the video I just sent? Yes, Did you guys see the video I just sent? I watched this with my eyeballs, Scott. <laughs> okay, so now that I'm seeing this Can video. Can I tweet this out? Yes, yeah, okay, of course. Put it in the community. Do, please, do, please do. Okay. Please do. Yes. Beto puts a bat in Funchy's hands, <laughs> and Funchy does not look like a guy that has ever swung a bat. Hold you? Yeah, um, I mean, dude, the way you're holding your hands, it's not a hockey stick, dog. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be My fun. My wife was saying I hit it like Happy Gilmore hits a golf ball. Looks Little like bit. you have yeah. a backhand like you're playing tennis. Okay, yes. <laughs> well, to be fair... For all those who don't know, go to please join the Sedano and Cap community on Twitter. This is where we share all of our hijinks from this show and, frankly, many others. To be fair to him, though, for those of you who are seeing this video, not a lot of room to operate. Exactly. Right? This Thank room you, back here, yes. he couldn't really get stretched out, couldn't really extend. The big console, big desk. Yeah, you're, you know, not, yeah. you're not going to be swinging everywhere. it Right, exactly. It's a little tricky to get a good swing off in there, but didn't help your case with that little half swing. Just saying. Wait till okay. tomorrow, guys. Wait till tomorrow. All right. We'll see. Clinton, do you have proper footwear for this game, or are you just wearing, like, straight-up tennis shoes? I'm probably going to uh, probably wear – I might bring my turfs, like my coaching turfs, but I'll probably just wear tennis shoes, if I'm being okay. honest. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, listen, don't anybody show up in cleats. All right, that's the bad look. That's something I thought about getting. No, too. absolutely not. Do not do that. And not baseball spikes. pants and everything. I was going to go to Dick's Pants Sporting might be of some usage to you, but it's going to be super hot. Yeah. So, like, I don't know about that. Pants would be fun. If I broke out the pants, people would think I was a total loser, but I'm not doing that. All right, Funchy. Big deal or no deal? No All right, guys. We'll get back uh, to what we're really ESPN excited about. ESPN and EA Sports will be having a week-long special next week unveiling Madden ratings. Um for the game, batting the new Madden 23 coming out right. soon. And also recently on social media, NBA 2K has been unveiling their ratings, player ratings for their game too. And, you know, I, I play both of these games and I really don't care about the ratings too much. So I'm going to ask you guys, are all these video game ratings a big deal or no deal cap? Well, for me, they're no deal because I don't play them. <laughs> but for my 22-year-old son who plays all these games, yeah, they're a big deal. And for all the players in the leagues, they're a big deal because how frequently do you see a player go, I can't believe that they rated me a 92 when I should be a 97. 92 is darn good, too. Well, I'm making an example. I mean, but the point is, is that the players get pissed yeah. when their ratings are what they think they should be. So for me, no deal. For the players and the gamers, big deal. I'm going to agree with Cappy here. Big deal. I mean, if they've gotten this much mileage out of it to this point, I mean, we've seen this cause like relatively major arguments between grown men about what it is that they do. And if this many people are interested, who am I to say it's not a big deal? It's pretty, pretty, pretty impressive how they've managed to turn this part of the sort of the, the calendar year into like an actual event. It's like a no deal for me because these ratings change weekly. Like if you have the game. Right. Like, if you have the game hooked oh, up to your, your internet, it, they change weekly. So it doesn't matter what rating you're going to have when it first comes out. What happens at the end of the year is not going to be the same rating. Excellent point. Wait, do the ratings change based on their real performance? They do. Yes, yeah, they, they do. do. They do. Absolutely. They do. Yeah. They, wow, yeah that's the game, impressive. Games are that advanced these yeah, days. Yeah, no. Yeah. 2022. Holding the world. All right, guys. Um, <laughs> for the second time in a month, Anthony Davis posted a shooting video yeah, after this. that statement that he hasn't picked up a basketball since April. Um, these, you know, these videos are 
coming out. It's weird that he's doing this since that statement or whatever. But um, are these AD shooting videos a big deal or no deal? Clinton. Big deal for me for a couple different reasons. Number one, didn't love the rollout of his offseason plan when he first mentioned that. I don't think mm-hmm. he realized how casually that sounded in terms of, hello, you're a professional athlete. You haven't been shooting the ball. What have you been doing, Playboy? And I remember that when he said that, one of my friends on Twitter whose handle I can't remember right now, but I know who she is. She said, I bet you he's in the gym with Lethal Shooter. Now, yeah. if you know who Lethal Shooter yes, is, I that's do. funny. But it turns out he actually is yeah. in the gym with Lethal Shooter. <laughs> right. Lethal Shooter is a brother who's from D.C. who's really made a name for himself in terms of what he does professionally and socially. I like that dude a lot. So this is a big deal for me. Yeah, so I also think it's a big deal because when, when the season ended and everybody was knocking Anthony Davis and they were saying, He's got to change everything that he does in the offseason because whatever he does, he keeps getting hurt. So stop doing the same stuff and change what you do. And Anthony Davis is like, no, I know what I'm doing. My workout is, is the right way to go. These are freak injuries, et cetera. I also, Clinton, follow Lethal Shooter on Instagram. Nice. And I see Anthony Davis getting in the work. And I know that Lethal Shooter is talking about him uh, you know, shooting at 4.30 in the morning at the Laker Complex. I'm like, yo, bro, get some sleep. You know, it doesn't have to be at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> right. but it's the only time I, they'll let him in. I've been watching these, these videos where he gets the ball at like half court. He makes a move. He goes about, I don't know, three feet to the right of the basket outside the three-point line, and he's just knocking him down one after the other. And there's nobody in front of him. It's not like anybody's playing defense. Nobody's holding up a broom to try and distract him. But at least he's shooting and making shots consistently. I don't care that there's no defender in front of him. I like what I'm seeing out of Anthony Davis's offseason. It's like they say in football uh, pro days. Yeah, it looks good against air, mm-hmm. not actual defense. But I do agree with you, Scott. He's got to be doing something. And this is definitely something. And he's listening to us, man, because, like, after that statement, literally the next day was that picture with Lethal Shooter. Like, literally the <laughs> next day, he posted that picture with Lethal Shooter. Or Lethal Shooter put it up on his Twitter or whatever. Yeah. Um, all right, my last one, guys. In one of the worst news I've ever heard at this oh, year's no. World Cup in Qatar. Is it Qatar or Qatar? Take your pick. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the stadiums will be alcohol-free. So they won't be serving any beer, no alcohol at all at these World Cup matches. But they will be having uh, alcohol sales before and after matches in designated areas, but not actually in the match like you go in a stadium and get a beer or whatever. Sure. So is this a big deal or no deal with no alcohol at the World Cup, Cappy? Um, I'm going to say it's a big deal for this reason. By not selling booze at the games, you are probably avoiding like a whole bunch of mayhem. You know, because you know how it goes. Listen, we see videos literally pop up every day on Twitter of something at some stadium in, in, in America. Listen, there was a video this past week. A uh, bunch of Dodger fans got into a fight. I saw a video last night. A bunch of Yankee fans got into a fight. Yeah. So once you put beer in everybody's hands and booze, you're bound to create a whole bunch of problems. By taking the booze out and you have all these opposing fans from other countries, hopefully you're going to avoid the problems. So I think it's a big deal. It's no deal to me for this reason. I was talking to Hercules Gomez, who you guys know from Football Americas, on um, the ESPN app, and he's going. 
And he was like, bro, do you know how hard it is to get to Qatar? Never mind, get a ticket. Never mind, get a hotel. By the time you're all the way over there, you're there for the soccer. You're not there to drink a beer in an air-conditioned stadium. So the hurdles alone show me that whatever happens by the time the game starts doesn't even matter because you've gone over the river and through the woods to the World Cup's house we go. You know, it's, it's a journey. Right, and remember, they, they changed the World Cup, like the part of the, t- the year, because it's so freaking hot, apparently, in that part of the uh, in that part of the world at the time, yeah. that they changed when the World Cup would actually be played. So yeah, I mean, it does seem like a hard place to get to. It's not like I'm looking it up, like, hey, how the hell am I getting a guitar? Yeah, let me take, let me get an Uber out there. No, that's not happening. You know what I mean? You can't even get into the country unless you proved you have a ticket to a game. It's insane, and they don't even have enough hotels for all the people, so people are going to be perched up in boats. On the side of the thing. It's crazy. Now, can you guys, you know, you guys work both work in sports or whatever, both have media passes or whatever. And I'm assuming you guys don't drink when you have media passes or whatever. Correct. But when you go for, a, as a fan, do you guys like to have, a, you guys, it's like indulge in adult beverages or? Scott, I'll take, the, I'll, I'll take the lead on this. You know, when we did our um, Rompim uh, bit, that was, that was a situation in which I was definitely going to have some drinks. But oftentimes, and I remember when I used to go, I used to have, be a wizard season ticket holder. I would drink, like, before and after or, like, at halftime, but, like, I tried not to get too drunk. You got to I mean, drink during a Wizards you, you, game, you, man. Well, I know, bro. Talk, tell me about it. Ain't not much else going on. But, like, it, it's, I've kind of grown out of getting hammered at games. That's not, like, a good look for me anymore, Cappy. Yeah, I find myself not really drinking that much when I'm at a sporting event. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I'm just so cheap. I mean, let, let's be honest about it, right? Maybe it's just maybe it's just because a can of beer for fifteen bucks at a ball game. I'm like, I'm not paying that. Doesn't appeal to you, yeah? Bro, you already paid for the it. ticket. Like, well, grab a you know, drink. I think it's one of those things where, like, I'll just, like for example, I went to a Nats game when I was back home uh, a couple weekends ago, and I drank a beer. I, actually, that's a lie. I drank two cans of rosé. Because those things were cold. Oh, and it was yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. It was fantastic. Might have to put that in the Bumble uh, bio. Interest. Rosé all day. But, uh, yeah, so that was fun. Hmm. Yeah, Laura, you say you know, I'm not paying for the ticket. I might as well get a drink, right? No, no, no. I said you already paid for the ticket. Might as well get a drink. Oh, no, I don't pay for the ticket. And- oh, okay, well, see, I don't got it like you. Yeah, I pay for paying. my ticket. The tickets are already no, expensive, though. I'm, I'm trying to save money. I'll, I'll, parking lot, I'll, I'll hit it in the parking lot. Tailgate it. I mean, you do that too, but you know. There's like, that, yeah. I had yeah. a friend. I had a friend. Um, he had, uh, you know, how to have metal detectors at games and stuff like that. So you can't really take a bottle or anything, right? Right. Mm-hmm. He put some Hennessy in a Ziploc bag and snuck it in. Not Where'd he you. put it? He put it in his pocket. That's. Yeah. That, I mean, what? That's uh, sus, that, bro. That, that, that's not sus. That's idiotic. That's sus. What if the Why? bag explodes? I guess he loses his Hennessy now. Oh, no, oh, you don't just oh. lose your Hennessy. You've got Hennessy yeah. all up in your pants. I guess you do. And it looks all the risk, That's it's disgusting. The you got to so take. You got to smell. You said it, I thought you were saying, you're saying he put the actual liquid in the plastic bag. Yeah. I yeah. thought you were saying that he put like a little bottle or like a little No, no, no. Nah, he put it bro. in a Ziploc mm-hmm. bag. No, that is, to, to use Laura's word, make no mistake. That is sus. Thank you. Definitely got after it uh, with Beto at Dodger Stadium a couple weeks back on Friday. That was strong. So I definitely drank there. That was That was a good situation, though, so. That was different. I feel like when I go to a day game, I have to drink a light beer, like a Coors Light. I got to drink something light, you know? Yeah. But but it makes me feel like manly that I'm drinking a beer at a ball game. But I don't know, for I some know. reason. Keep, keep the rosé and the daggone sliders coming. I'm fine with that. That's nothing wrong with that. I must admit, I too like rosé. It's delicious. What's not to like? It makes me feel uh, very European. Is that so? 
Yeah, I don't know why. Pinkies but like, up. How, do, how does how does it how do you feel when you feel European? Well, I feel like the first time I ever really really drank rosé, I was somewhere in Europe thinking I was cool at the time. Very well. Do you and wear so, speedos too? Do I wear a speedo? Yeah, that's that's a very European thing. Um, at the I, beach. Get, I I haven't worn a speedo in a while. Good but to know. I, 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 I can rock one if I need to. I oh, think. this leads to a good question, though, which is the shorts length situation for tomorrow for you. Yeah. Yeah. What are we going to do? No, for you, oh, for you me. should go hoochie daddy, as it's known these days, because oh, that God. way you can expose the legs, get a little tan and offer a bit of a distraction when you're on the mound for uh, the batters. I so what are you saying? You. You're saying I should go short shorts? I think like... you should go short shorts. Yes. I like, like you know, remember the length of the shorts on my romp him? Yeah. That's the that's the area you want to be in. You want to live there, as we say. Are we saying like mid thigh? Are we talking mid-thigh, about mid thigh? Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, you got to be prepared for you know jokes, but like you're you're a good sport. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it'd be a funny bit. You know, you yeah. got high socks and short shorts. That's hilarious, bro. Yeah. I was thinking about how um, like you know I think of Larry Bird or John Stockton. You know, like these guys who used to wear the short shorts versus like when Chris Webber and the Fab Five took over and the shorts went down to the knees. You know, like do I wear the Chris Webbers or do I wear the Larry Birds? Larry Bird. You're saying the Larry Birds. Not a question in my mind. All right, I'm going to look through what I got. I'm going to yeah. see if I can find some really good shorts. See what shorts. you got. I bet you, you know, you know somebody to go to on this one, your children. They'll have something for you. But you be, you run a lot, so you got some running shorts, I'm, sure, I'm assuming. Yeah. I don't know. What color should we wear, Clinton? I think I'm going to go gray, personally. But there's an outside chance I go with black. Our sh- our jerseys are basically they look like the white the Dodger whites. You seen them? Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, Macy's team has red with white letters. Ours are white with blue letters. Okay. And numbers. Yeah. I wonder what I this- got since I'm not on the team. Well, I'm just packing up all my stuff too, man. I'm packing up my glove. Yeah, getting your getting your bag going, day bag going. Yeah, man. I got I got to get all my my gear together. That's strong. All right. Well, I have it. I have another update from Bumble when we get back. All right. Listen, uh, Clinton's update on Bumble, and I, I tried to get to this earlier. I didn't. I hope I can. I don't know if I will. Um, did anybody happen to see the column today about mm-hmm. what a what a headache it is to go to a Dodger game? I want to get into this. We'll see if we actually do. If not, maybe we'll bring it back tomorrow. Stick around. This is Sedano and Cap on seven ten ESPN. All right, final segment here of Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Reminder to everybody, we start broadcasting live tomorrow at 10 a.m. That's when Travis and Slee hit the airwaves. Come on out. Yes, Hang sir. out with us all day long. The West Covina Sportsplex is at 2100 South Azusa Avenue in West Covina. And tomorrow, the first pitch is at 7 o'clock. Clinton, what time do you think uh, all the great 710 listeners who want to come and be part of all these festivities. What time do you think people are going to start showing up about, at the games at seven? Probably about five p.m. Probably shoot to get there a little, you know, somewhere between four and five. Okay, you know that way you get to enjoy some of the, you know, just tremendous radio entertainment that we'll be providing, as well as get a vibe. Beto's going to be out there starting at what four? Raise your fingers for number how many you got? Four o'clock, Beto. There he is. Four o'clock for Beto's tailgate. So mm-hmm. that'll give people some time to sort of take in the scene, kind of acclimate themselves, set up shop for where they want to be. You know, press a little flesh, and then by the time they get through listening to the show and or participating in the wiffle ball uh, competition, boom, game time, locked in. Okay, you uh, you were talking about uh, your bumble situation, yes. okay. and I want to get to that before we we throw a few other things out there before okay. we roll. So we've been going to a couple. We have, we're we're still in the questionnaire phase. I'm still filling out this dag on profile. I feel like I'm applying for college. Anyway, it says this is a major question here. What do you want from your dates? 
A, relationship. B, something casual. C, don't know yet. D, marriage. Or E, skip. There's various questions that can be skipped, but I feel like if I skip this part, I'm opening myself up to having to answer a lot of questions later that I don't even know the answer to myself. I think this there's a very obvious answer here. You gave us five options, A, yeah. B, C, D, and E. Yeah. And I think the, the most obvious answer is C, don't, don't know, know yet. yet. Okay, that's what I thought too, but I didn't know if that also might have indicated some level of, uh, this guy's just out here goofing off, which I don't actually care if that's what people think because that's kind of actually what I'm doing. So, all right, don't know yet. Yeah, don't know yet because, hey, listen, I might just be goofing off or I might find the woman of my dreams. What are your political leanings? Skip. Oy, oy vey. How do you identify with the religion? Agnostic. That's you know everything. Interesting? Okay. You know what's interesting, though, about the, the, the political leanings one? Yeah. If you do have, like, a real strong opinion about politics, you might might tell people in advance because you might not want to date somebody who has really opposing political viewpoints. Yeah. So I'm wondering, what do you guys think? Should you tell people, here's how I lean politically, or should you totally skip that well, one? Well, let's, let's just say this. I skipped it because I think I'm going to know pretty quickly what's going on. But the point is, the profile is now complete, about as complete as it's going to be for the next couple of days. And tomorrow... I will report back with what it is we found. Okay. All right. Hey, listen, I would say this to all the uh, the fans that are coming out tomorrow. Everybody who loves this radio station, who loves Clinton Yates, you know, he's on the dating apps, but uh, he'll be there live and in person tomorrow. So you know, if you want, you want to introduce him to somebody, television bring, Clinton Yates. Bring them out, too. President of the Handsome Man community. Local chapter. That's right. We're on it. Did you guys happen to pick up today? I just wonder if anybody read this. Did anybody read Bill Plaschke in the L.A. Times today? Mm. Mm, go on. I love Bill Plasky. I work with him weekly on Around the Horn. So I happened to go to the L.A. Times website earlier today. I want to make that distinction, Clinton. I want everybody to know that I read the L.A. Times, but I want you to know that I'm cool. I'm young. I'm hip, if you will. I didn't pick up the actual newspaper. Um, I used to love that, but now I got the digital version. I just I want to make say, that clear. You, you said you picked up a paper today. I was like, what? No, you actually I, did I, that? No, no. Digital version. I want to make that very clear, sure. you know. So I was thinking it's interesting. You know, here comes the All-Star game. And people are going to come into L.A. from all over the country and maybe from all parts of the world. Frankly. Already happening. I've seen people all over the place at L.A. Live with all sorts of, you know, L.A. is officially an all-star game mode, is what I'll say. Yeah, I mean, just the courtyard at L.A. Live is just all decorated and, and ready to roll. So I was thinking to myself, okay, well, you know, people come into town. They're going to get into a rental car. The first thing they're going to do is say, what's the sports radio station of L.A.? And people are going to find out that's 710. And they turn us on. Okay, cool. They're going to say, hey, this is L.A., the L.A. Times, the sports section. They're going to cover the, the All-Star game. I want to see what they're covering. And I saw the headline from Plaschke, which was, um, attending a game at Marvelous Dodger Stadium is a maddening experience. And I'll just paraphrase this for you, Clinton. Here's what happens. A guy who's a longtime season ticket holder sends Bill uh, a whole bunch of gripes and complaints. He leaves Tarzana early. He figures he's going to be on time. He gets off the freeway. He's 10 minutes from Dodger Stadium. It takes him an hour to get to Dodger Stadium when it should have only taken 10 minutes. You get into the ballpark. You want to go to your seat. You're, you're getting there, but you're already late because you, you wanted to get there for first pitch, but you couldn't because traffic sucks. Okay. Now you get up, you decide to go to the bathroom. The bathrooms are disgusting. There's no soap. There's, there's, you know, paper towels all over the floor. There are no paper towels. Nobody's cleaning the bathrooms. 
Then you go to get a hot dog. Oh, my God, I want a hot dog. But wait a second, there's no mustard. There's no ketchup. There's no relish. What the hell's going on? I'm missing part of the game. Oh, by the way, I paid $50 for parking. There's no parking spots. So all this guy does is get all over Plaschke that going to the ballpark sucks so bad that for a guy who's been going to Dodger games from the 60s, he's finally decided, you know what, I can't do it anymore. The, the effort that goes into going to a Dodger game is just too much. And I'm reading this entire column thinking to myself, I kind of thought that was sort of the, um, I don't know, the romance of going to a Dodger game right. because you're going to an old school stadium. They haven't updated things. And listen, I mean, the inside of the stadium, things are very updated, but how you get there, where you park, the way people walk through parking lots, et cetera. I, I just, I, I look, they win. So they, they may leave some fan experiential stuff out, but they win. I'd rather go to a place where the team wins and is competitive and is, is trying to win a championship than go to a great ballpark where the team sucks. So there's, there's a couple things here, which is I think the main thing is, though, is that what, what Bill doesn't sort of get into is that a lot of people – and listen, when it comes to people that are discussing Dodger Stadium, Bill Plaschke is number one on my list as far as folks that I will absolutely take what they think as certainly a data point in everything, and especially a guy like him who I've known for a while. He's hooked me up with a lot of stuff. Bill is very smart and very knowledgeable. However, the reason I say that in this particular case I think he missed part of the mark is because not everybody goes to Dodger Stadium for the same reasons. Um, Beto, who just walked out of here, he we went to the park last Friday, and he was explaining to me about how different the park was in terms of the alignment and what they do now versus when he was a kid and how much more opportunity there is to kind of look at players and see players you know, down in that bullpen area. And that whole part in center field now is actually something you can do things at because you can't tailgate there. And so the reason I say that is because if one guy wants to go sit in his one seat and buy one beer and one hot dog and all that and all that, oh, okay. But there's a lot of people that have a lot of different reasons why they want to show up, for many of whom it is to see and be seen. It is not just to get in and out with the quickness. It's to hang out there for as long as possible. And so the hard part about the stadium experience in 2022 is gauging who or more are on each side of that. Because if you turn it into some soulless experience where it's like, get in, get out, you're out of there. Well, at that point, are you really there to watch baseball? Or are you really there to just be a turnstile for money for, you know, the Dodgers? And so I think this fan base does a really good job of it. It's fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, it might take forever. Yeah, it might take you to get out of there. But you had a good time. And that's where I think there's a kind of a miscalculation on what one guy from Tarzana might think is fun. Another guy might think is terrible because it's too singular of an experience. So I will commend the Dodgers for expanding the range of experiences on the stadium grounds. And I had fun. I had a good time last time I was there. Laura, you uh, you go to a bunch of Dodger games. I'm a, I'm a, I prefer watching games at home. Uh, I like watching stuff on TV, but I have never thought that getting to a Dodger game, and yes, you, you anticipate traffic, mm-hmm. going in, getting out. Um, you know that it's a ballpark that is not 10 or 15 years old, and even though they've done a lot to improve it and make the food and beverage better, um, people go there to see winning baseball, the way I look at things. Right. Believe me, I've been around a lot of losing baseball in my career, and teams that are more concern, concerned with stadium experience and entertainment and food and beverage than they are with winning baseball games. So I, I'd rather have a, a better team and less amenities mm-hmm. than more amenities and a worse but, team. Laura, what do you think? Okay, so here's the thing with this. When I read the article, because I was like, okay, what is this? I respect Bill, too, oh, right? Yeah. At all. At all costs. 
But my thing is, remember how we talked about where else would you live if not L.A. due to the traffic, due to all this crazy stuff? That's kind of how I feel about Dodger Stadium. Mm. You know what you're getting. Like, L.A. is a beautiful place. It's this, is that. Okay, traffic sucks. Okay, this other thing might suck. But you still want to be in L.A. It's kind of the same thing with Dodger Stadium. I know that if I leave here at a certain point, I'm going to get stuck on right. Stadium Way. Like, I'm going to do that. It, it's it's a thing. Like, you know, as a Dodger fan, that that's why I'm like, sir, this person from Tarzana, like, you know these things. Yeah. If you've been going there that much, you know that's going to happen. I've gone when I used to live in West Covina I would leave an hour and a half early, and sometimes we were late. Sometimes yeah. we were early. It just depends on traffic, hence living in L.A. So for me, it's, I don't even sit in my seat when I'm at Dodger Stadium. I'm walking around. I'm mingling. Pressing the flesh. I, exactly. Like, you grab a drink, you walk around, you meet people. Like, I've met some cool people, not even due to what I do, just in general. Yeah. So for me, Dodger Stadium is an experience. Does it suck sometimes? Yes. You know what? Now I Uber there. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You got to walk a little bit. It is what it is, right? Yeah. You just got to find ways around it and know that if you get there early, you're going to drink in the parking lot and then you go and do your thing <laughs> and you leave late. You know what I'm saying? You just find ways around it. This poor guy had such a bad experience. Not only was he late because of traffic, not only did he pay $50 for a parking pass and there was no parking in the parking lot, not only did he have a really bad experience in the bathroom, there was no relish for this guy for his hot dog. That's a tough I day. Mean, I mean, this guy had a really rough day. Don't wish that upon anyone. Get over it. All right. Well, listen, speaking of getting over it, tomorrow we're going to get over on Team Mace. Clinton, you have done a phenomenal job of coaching us all week. Phenomenal. I'm I'm going off the mic. I'm going right onto the field. I'm going to get my work in, and I'm bringing my A game for you tomorrow, Coach. Can't wait. Let's do it. Go, Team Cappy. Yeah. Hey, Funch, great work today. We'll see you tomorrow. Laura, can't wait to celebrate your birthday with you tomorrow. Clinton, phenomenal job. And hey, everybody, we're back tomorrow on the air live from the West Covina Sportsplex starting at 10 a.m. We'll see you guys there at 4. Peace out, everybody. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.